You're listening to a Midlife Less Ordinary, the weekly podcast giving you the lowdown on becoming a cool older dude. The good times are not a faded memory. It's time to start loving them again. And here are your hosts, Wayne and Trev. Hello, and thank you for joining us on another journey with a midlife less ordinary. And this episode is entitled All About Cycling, Blazing Saddle Sore. And the person sharing my tandem today is, of course, my old compadre, Trev. I am. And have we got a big saddle? Oh, dear. Yes, it's big enough. It's big enough. (laughs) That's good, because, yeah, I don't want to get saddle sore. Because saddle sore is not good. No, uh, uh, is it any tips for saddle soreness? Uh, Vaseline padded shorts, I believe. Well, yeah, I, there's a, a a true conception that people on cycles wear a lot of lycra. Lycra is good; it's comfortable, uh, yes, stretchy, stretchy, stretchy. stretchy. We both chose stretchy. that word at the same time. Stretchy, Jinx. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Turn around, stretchy. touch the ground, and all that. Um, <laughs> but around, very childish. Yeah, sorry, I, I forgot. I'm fifty. Yeah, I, I mean, I've got one of your old bicycles, old Trev, haven't I? Bikes, yes. I've got one of your yes. old mountain bikes. It wasn't exactly old. It looked like it hadn't no, been it used. No, it was in good nick. It's in good yeah, nick. I hardly, yeah, I hardly used it. And I remember... Well, I think I said that on... Uh, I, I was a sucker for all the safety things because I didn't want to get run over. So it would take me longer to put all my stuff on than it would actually take my bike out. Yes, I can believe that, <laughs> yes. I used to look like a social worker going to work. <laughs> If that's what they look like, so that's the impression I got. I mean, you, you, you. I mean, from what I remember, you're quite into that whole scene, that mountain bike. It sort of follows the kind of snowboarding, even though you didn't do it. You kind gnarly. of the gnarly, 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 yeah, gnarly lifestyle. Exactly. But and I, the weird thing is, I thought I was gnarly, but I was too scared to do a lot of it. <laughs> no, and I can understand that to be honest. Not because you're a scaredy yeah. cat or anything. I just mean like no. it's it's, it's <laughs> a scary world out there. But yeah, I, I I bought your your old bicycle, and I remember. When I bought your bicycle, I thought I was like really serious. And I remember this is, you know, in my single days, I was I was speaking to somebody online. It wasn't Eugene Nikobolikov, but I was talking online and I remember saying, oh, they were saying, what are you into? And I was thinking, oh, you've got to make yourself look interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I mm. ride my bike, which is true. I was doing this. You I, mean, to, I wasn't yeah. lying. I used to where ride along you, the seafront. Where did you used to ride it? Well, when I used to live in South End on Sea, like yourself. Didn't no, you? not down the pub. I did. I did, did. yeah. yeah I did. Exactly. There was a cycle lane yeah. on South End Sea for people that don't no south end on sea there's a cycle lane that that goes the whole seafront probably about four miles i don't know exactly and i, and I lived near the seafront and i used to love just going up and down the seafront in the sun with a vest you know getting a tan basically it's lovely lifestyle so, and i'll stop at the pub on the way back and I'm, so most people take up cycling to get healthy and you're and you're, you're cycling over about four or five pints wouldn't you yes but you know, at least <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm, I'm earning them by doing get, the three mile trip. I don't get the equation here because you'd probably burn what? How many calories cycling? Down oh, there? Not that many, to be honest. But I mean, yeah, exactly. Pro- probably about, about five hundred calories, and I'm drinking exactly. probably six pints of Guinness, <laughs> which is about eighteen hundred calories. <laughs> yeah, but I was trying to bulk at the time. But um, that's true. But yeah, that's I was. True. Talk- but I was saying to this. I remember saying to somebody on one of the dating sites that I sadly frequented at that time. Uh, yeah, I don't like cycling, you know, because that sounds kind of keep fit, doesn't mm, it? does. And, does. Uh, and, it makes you sound you get out there. And they said, are you, you a mammal? Get out there. And they said, are you a mammal? And I was like, what's a mammal? What? A mammal. 
And I said, yeah. And I said, what's that? And they said, a middle aged man in lycra. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, not really. Mm. I just wear like cheap, tacky PE wear. But, you know, (laughs) but I didn't like that term. So that's obviously what it's, that's why I see cyclists. What do you think? I'd I'd like people to, to actually message us and say what is acceptable for a middle-aged person to wear on a bicycle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It depends on the type what of bike. Ex- tracksuit bottoms and trainers and a that's T-shirt. That's what I used to wear. Is that? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what, what I was going to say. That's cool. But but, d- you don't want to be wearing jeans because not comfortable, is it? No. But you don't want to be like serious if you're not that good at it in Lycra and stuff. What? what, what I think really what... If it's the summer, it's all right because you can wear shorts. And I would have thought the best pair of shorts to wear would be like cargo. Yeah, bottoms. that's exactly what I used to wear. Cut you down keep cargo your wallet in it. You, you keep your wallet, you keep your phone in <laughs> your it, phone and you can still. Yeah. And they're quite comfortable, aren't they? Yeah. So I suppose that would be. I mean, that's you know, that's my experience of cycling of a few miles down the seafront. And and, yeah. and, and to be honest, I do admire that they're saying. I've got such a, a strange affliction for, I don't like to feel like I'm holding cars up and I'm, I'm going to mention this to our guest today. Our guest today, by the way, uh, is Carl Porter. Uh, he's a British cycling qualified coach and he's also specialising in mountain bike coaching. He's also the chairman of the Hadley Mountain Bike Club and the Hadley Mountain Bike Club um, is the 2012 Olympic legacy, basically where the Olympics mountain bikes were held. Um, it so was, children, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Carl's coming on, and I'll ask him about this. But, you know, I when I'm – I must admit, and I'm one of these people, when I'm in my car, and, I, you know, obviously I live – I have to drive 10 miles around the sticks to, to get to any kind of life, well, you like know, kick, the M25. Like, like kickstart around the sticks. <laughs> I can see Peter Purvis now and, a, and some sort of <laughs> – scrambler but no i have to i have to i live in the sticks and driving it i have to drive 10 miles before i can see any life and if i'm driving out and there's a cyclist they love these roads that i i live near can you imagine and um and they're there it does get on my earthers a little bit when they're stuck mm. like that and i can't get past and i'm just sort of sitting there and i'm going to ask carl about it you know i'm guilty i don't um drive up their arse or i give them space and everything else like you should but it mm. you know i can understand as a motor as a car driver and and that it, it annoys you, people you've got, you see both sides of it i see both sides of it because i'm a motorcyclist yeah. as well so obviously yeah. you know i see that side of the vulnerability of being on a bike as well yeah um see i i don't when i was cycling um, a lot i used to kind of hop off the road onto the pavement I would die, and it was just deadly. And no one wants to see a grown man cycling on the pavement for a start, do they? Because it's dangerous. Yeah, uh, but I think it's still the best option for most of us. The way our well, eyes that's are why probably cycle up. lanes are important, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, but- I, I think that's the way forward, isn't it? I mean, they're doing it in London. I mean, we can all moan about it. They're cutting down the the, the, the space for the cars and everything else and the pedestrians, yeah. but. I think, you know, you go to Amsterdam, for example, you would know this, Trev. Mm. The, yeah, yeah. There's, car, there's bikes everywhere. Uh, I'm not talking there about is. the red light district. I think... <laughs> <laughs> so look at your map. Why, yeah, yeah, what kind of thanks. map have you got We're there? We're going back there next week. But um, <laughs> I, think it's, I think we'll ask Carl these questions because basically we, we don't know enough about cycling to pass it on to you, anyone that's exactly, interested. Exactly, yeah. In so, and, I, I, and I am interested in, in what, we, what you could wear. but Because um, you don't, if you wear a tracksuit bomb, does that make you like a chav on a bike? I don't know. This is why I've got a lot of questions about this because cycling is such a big uh, pastime for a lot of people. It is. I I think that 
I think I think that there's a lot to learn about it. So yeah, I'm going to mm. put all my my questions in, into Carl and, and see how we get on. So, with no further ado, we want answers. Yeah, thanks. We want answers, Carl. Come and give us these answers. Over to you, mate. Yeah. Carl, thank you for joining us today. Uh, you are the chairman of the Hadley Mountain Bike Club. Is that right? It is indeed. Good evening. Oh, hello. Good evening. Yeah, welcome, Carl. Welcome. Um, and you are a coach, uh, a mountain, uh, or just a biking, a cycling coach, Carl, is that true? I'm, yeah, I'm a level two British cycling qualified cycling coach, but also with a speci- specialism in mountain bike as well. Okay, wow, that's about as qualified as we had, Trevor. To be honest, I, I, I got quite involved in this in my early 20s, Carl. I've, I've never known a, a coach to do it. I think that's great, to be honest. The idea, did you start the idea? Is there quite a few of you guys around that do it around the country in there? there? There's quite a few around the country. There's a lot of cycling coaches, and you can actually then, once you've done your qualification for cycling coach, you can then pick a specialism. So you could do cyclocross, you could do mountain biking, you could do road cycling and road racing and sort of oh, going in cool, a particular you direction. Can, uh, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. I, I say I, I'd love to have done it when I was into it. I really would have done. And and the Hadley right. Mountain uh, Bike Club, Carl, is the legacy from the 2012 UK Olympic or London Olympics, and it was the uh, mountain biking was held in in Hadley, where we're, which is about at 40 miles from London, isn't it? It is. Yes, it's about yeah, about five miles from South End and 40 odd miles from London. Um, and Hadley Mountain Bike Club was kind of born as the uh, legacy from the Olympics to actually get more people into mountain biking and out there cycling and younger people back into mountain biking as well after sort of a lot may have seen it from the area and stuff and thought, cool, fancy go at that um, and sort of get, get them out there and actually enjoy themselves in the fresh air. Carl, did you actually, did you watch the Olympics at, at your club? I didn't know. Um, oh, it's funny. Two thousand twelve. I was kind of just. I was. I was cycling myself, but didn't know about Hadley Mountain Bike Club. Oh. Um, and then I. I found the club in two thousand and fourteen. Believe it or not. Um, and then qualified as a coach in two thousand and seventeen. Um, when both my kids decided to actually start coming along and joining in as, as in the kids. Sort of, stuff and they both ended up racing through it and what have you as well um so i kind of ended up doing what sessions called go rides um and just helping out with those which were mini mini coaching sessions for kids is, is that and, sorry cole go on no go on i'm just going to say is, is being a, a, a coach like you are level two uh is that like a, a part-time job or is that like a vocation if you like something you just love to do and you do it for the love of it basically I do it for the love of it now, to be honest, but there are people out there that do it as a full-time job. Okay. Um, you can go up the next level up in, in companies, whereas level two is all about technique and stuff like that. Level three encompasses fitness sessions and stuff like that into it as well, which is more focused on sort of athletes, as it were, rather than just people that want to go out and learn how to ride properly and actually deal with the kind of terrain that you'd get in your local woods or a trail centres or anywhere like that. Brilliant. That's a bit, because I've, I've got like a part-time job like that. Um, well, I call it a job. Um, I'm like a kind of part-time beard model. 
You are, you are. Even to be fair. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you started, Carl, <laughs> it's, it's infectious, you know. <laughs> not, not their diseases, Trev. You are a big villain, Trev. That's what it is. I am. This is it. See, no one believes me. It's, it's, it's a modelling job for me. You can tell. You can tell. <laughs> I'd like to take it further, but. Is it something you've always been into as a child? Where did where did it sort of start for you? Cycling. Cycling. I've always ridden a bike when I was a kid. Um, Even even at the age of eight, nine, when my mum would be going shopping, I'd always be, "Well, can I bring my bike?" And I'd ride my bike and disappear right off up the road, and then turn around and ride back to my mum and what have you. Because um, she didn't drive, so we walked everywhere unless unless it was bus or train or what have you. Mm. Um, so then as I got older, I used to live in North London, um, so quite regularly, summer holidays and stuff like that, me and my best mate would end up disappearing off on bikes into the centre of London, riding around for the day or... Wow, that's brave. Well, that yeah, that was that was the days when cycling when drivers didn't actually want to kill every cyclist on the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's curious. Would you do that job, Carl? Like courier? Oh, oh God, I, I would have done back in that day, but I wouldn't now. No, they take their lives in their hands up there, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. But they also ride like lunatics as well. That's half the trouble, which yeah. gives, actually gives other cyclists a bad name. True, true. Actually, you saying that, Carl, um, I've got that's actually led me to another question I was thinking of, and, and it must be just a reflection of me, really. I don't like the reflection of me before Trev says something silly, no. but um, oh, but, got no mirrors in his yeah, house. I've got no mirrors, yeah. But <laughs> it's, I was going to ask, like, as a cyclist, what, what would you like to say to, to drivers? I know you're a driver as well, obviously, but uh, what do you say to drivers who, who basically uh, complain is the polite word but, uh, about cyclists who are holding them up in the mornings on the country roads? What, what do you say to them people? Come and, go and stand on a platform of a, of a train station and you know where that yellow line is on the platform? Yes. It says, don't stand in front of that when there's a train going through. Yes. Go and stand in it and then see, see how it feels when that train goes through because that's what it feels like when a car goes past you on a bike. That's a great metaphor. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. That's a great I've never metaphor. thought of that. That is your bang, yeah. bang, bang on there, Carl, because that is exactly what it feels like. Only because you don't drive, Trev. You're so. just having to go, stop having to go at us drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, stop it. <laughs> it's Yig and Yang, mate. It's Yig and Yang, see? That's what it is. Yig and Yang. Um, Carl, because I think you're a sort of similar age to. Myself and Wayne. I'm Twenty-one. Wayne, yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. It's um, three months. Three months. He goes on about it. He goes on about it. Is he some sort of young vixen or something? You know. <laughs> I'm, you I'm forty-five sort of and I'm still young. Oh, you are young. Yeah, you're younger yeah. than us. You, you, um, you weren't kind of part of the sort of BMX boom. Were you into that kind of thing? Because a lot of the guys I knocked about with were really into guys like Matt Hoffman and stuff like that. Was that something you were into or not? Yeah, I was. I kind of never really took much notice of of, of the people riding and stuff. But I, one of my, my first proper proper bike that I was like, wow, it was a rally super burner. Oh really? Was which that was, which blue was and yellow, or red and yellow? Or was that no, gold? It was gold. That was gold the gold black. one. I that. Yeah, yeah, gold I and black. That. But I I was always a bit disappointed because I wanted a rally mag burner, which was the which nice. was the super burner. But with the black mag wheels instead of the spoked wheels. 
That's it. Oh, you know what I really wanted then? I really wanted a Diamondback or a Pooch Murray. Well, I had a Pooch Murray. Yeah. You had yeah. a Pooch Murray? Yeah. It was the only thing out of, out of, you've probably heard, Carl, Trevor's had everything he's ever wanted in life. He just got it when he was a child. And uh, I didn't... best friend I didn't because I got wine. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant okay i'm just shutting up i can't beat that one right i'm moving on um yeah so carl what so as how would you encourage people who wish to take up i mean there's a lot of people who, I mean, we've been encouraged now to take up cycling as a nation not let alone just individuals because obviously the green aspect health aspect exercise everything else how would you encourage people to to get on a bike and, and pedal basically if you, anybody, if if you rode as a bike as a kid, even now, you you'll still remember how to ride a bike. You don't forget how Literally. to ride a bike. <laughs> yeah, Literally, exactly. Yeah. It's just like riding a bike. It is. <laughs> but the best thing you can do is, even if you don't want to go and do the local woods and stuff like that, and get muddy and dirty, and just want to ride on the road. Actually, um, one of my friends from the from the mountain bike club is actually a cycling instructor that works for the council and you can phone the council get in touch with them and you can actually get what is essentially a cycling proficiency now um and even as an adult you can go out with one of them as an instructor and they will help you be more confident to ride on the road teach you about your positioning on the road and also so actually there's as well as me being a mountain bike coach and a cycling coach, actually there's people that can help you do that. If you only wanted to go and ride around the roads and go shopping on your bike sort of thing and feel more confident. Brilliant. Those, those cycling proficiency tests, we used to have those at <laughs> school. school yeah, we? we did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, we did. They yeah, still I did. do them at school. Yeah. Yeah. It's called bikeability now. Oh, but it's a bit more up to date now. They've kind of That's it. thrown it down for the rap generation. That's like what's his name with bounce back ability. It's bike ability. That's you know, remember the, the football, <laughs> what's his name that used to be the manager of sorry Crystal Palace. I've gone off on one, but uh, the manager of Crystal Palace, Ed Dowie, 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 Ian Dowie. He Ian said Dowie. bounce Dowie, back yeah. ability. He said yeah, it's he's bike a ability. Japanese. Yeah, Dowie, sorry, I, I don't. Know. Sorry, I, I'm going right off the course here. But yeah, he's a real <laughs> looker though. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, of uh, uh, he, he shouldn't have any mirrors in his house. I know that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Ian Dowry's more of a model than me, I would have thought. <laughs> <laughs> Trev, it's going to your head, mate. You need to it's get sorry. your head out of vogue. Yeah, yeah stop it. <laughs> um, Carl, what, um, how, how many bikes or, do you own now? Or do, do, you, do you have obviously uh, different ones of road racing and, you know, the mountain biking? What, what, what kind of thing have you got at the moment, mate? My own personal collection... I call it a collection because the wife will, would probably divorce me if I bought another bike. Well, maybe you don't. Um, <laughs> you don't have to say everything on it, a, mate. You can, just, you can message us and, like, yeah, you know. This is just for men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got a, a bike that's a bit of a pub bike that I could just ride to the shops or whatever that, to be honest, I very rarely ride. Um, I've got a road bike and I've also got my mountain bike. But then if you can also add on to that, the kids have got a, a mountain bike each and the missus have got a mountain bike, but it's actually gathering dust because she doesn't ride it very often. <laughs> She's too busy making up for all the cycling. time you're out cycling, Cole. You know, doing all that. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just so you get some kudos points. Yeah, just, it, yeah. yeah, don't worry. That's why you come here. 
Carl, don't worry about <laughs> it. Carl, sort of dream bike wise, when I because if there was a so if I was sitting in the dentist and there was a, a mountain bike magazine like is it M- MTB used to be the one I used that's to get. One. Yeah, in the UK, or yeah, that's it. it. There used to be people like Steve Pete in it, Sean Palmer, the downhill guys. Yeah. If I was to tell you the bike I really wanted, and I know they were kind of, I always because I I come from a sort of bit of a skateboardy background as well. I always (laughs) like the Santa Cruzes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tamsins was it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Are they still as good now? Are they still? Yeah, they are. Santa Cruz are amazing bikes. Um, yeah, I they you've were. got the likes of, sort of Scott and Trek and stuff yep. like that. I actually wrote um, down here the bikes I had when I was in my 20s. I had a on. Trek Y10. I had a, Gary, uh, right. Gar- I had a Gary Fisher as well. Gary Fisher as well. Wow. Yeah. I had a Gary Fisher. And the last bike I had, which Wayne bought off me, was a Specialized. Right, yeah, yeah. And I remember being really into sort of specialised because the downhill guy, Sean Palmer, used to ride for them. And I remember he yeah. he wrote he rode in some World Mountain Bike Championship and he was my hero because he wore a Slayer T-shirt when he was cycling in it. <laughs> and I was like, all the rest of them were all light could up and he had like a Slayer T-shirt on. I was like, that is like amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's that's kind of the way downhill's gone now. He's, he's, they're all in more baggy stuff and stuff they can move in, whereas cross country yeah. riding is what, is, which is Walmart had like, had he's aimed at. He's, he's still about sort of the lycra for racing and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, Trevor's wouldn't. He'd be having the bolt, love, everything go on I show. Love lycra. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. He does it even, just any other time. He does it all the even time. Even when I go for a run. <laughs> Even though I kind of wear normal kind of running shorts, and I always have some form of lycra on me, but underneath my shorts, <laughs> you do. Like it, it, it does. Yeah, I, it's, is it's, it just it's some quite, kind of fetish, fetish, fetish? Is that what it is? <laughs> it is it's a fetish. It's quite, fetish. Oh, it's, it's quite a sad. <laughs> he likes flash really. dance too much. He just likes. <laughs> yeah. that I watched that the other day. Don't oh, there it. we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, because we done that. Because we did that one in season one about the the nostalgic films. I couldn't help myself. I went back and revisited. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't throw like a bottle of water over myself. Like Jennifer, Jennifer Beale, isn't it? That's right. Flash yeah. dance. Yeah. But yeah, like was my thing, I must admit. You know, I've, I've, but here we go, folks. That's his great. admission. This is <laughs> like is his thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carl, um, like cycle lanes and, and the future of like, uh, um, it's amazing how we can go from like uh, be, talking about Lycra to being serious all of a sudden, isn't it? This is the, yeah. the, the magic of the podcast. Yeah. I, I watch a Sunday brunch, sorry, going off on a bit of Sunday brunch, but they do something similar with their techno sort of kitchen uh, dance. It just happens in the middle of the show and then they just get on with what they're doing. I think that's kind of been born from that. But cycle lanes, Sunday, <laughs> cycle lanes in, in London, obviously they're building a super highway of, of cycle lanes. And obviously it'd be not, to be honest, even as a layman, I'd, I'd enjoy having cycle lanes because I must admit, I'm very conscious of riding on the road and holding people up so much so that I'll go into the bushes just to escape it. And that sounds, Trevor will say, That's I'll go into the bushes. No, that I knew he was going to say that. Reason. Here we go. <laughs> we'll go in the bushes. <laughs> Carl, don't believe a word of that. That is just because he likes to fiddle about in the bush. 
He's like he hiding in the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> oh and dear. Honestly, what what I've, both of them in, in the bushes <laughs> makes George Michael and public toilets. Oh my god. <laughs> He's really reached a lower form of depravity in this episode. He really has. I'm sorry, Carl. Yeah, I, I really do apologise. No, I, I, I literally meant that. I'm just a bit conscious of obviously holding people up. So the cycle superhighways, they would do me a right favour, but they'd have to be on all the country roads. To be fair, do you think there's a real future in them? I think there is in towns and cities, certainly, um, as long as they're not like our one on the seafront, because that is a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, it is. But, you know, in towns and cities, certainly, because, yeah, I mean, generally, I'd happily cycle anywhere, you know, rather than take the car most of the time, unless it's chucking it down the rain and I'm not actually going in there. You're a fair weather rider, Carl. (laughs) You're fair weather. If it's, if it's about getting muddy and going out, and I'm yes. happy with that, but if I've only got to go somewhere, I'd rather go in the car cause, and then turn up soaked sort of thing. Yeah, no, that, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And talking of getting soaked, you're hopefully going to get soaked in champagne after taking part in this next part of the uh, podcast, Carl, because we've got a little surprise for you. As you know, in season one, it was Test Trev. And in season two, we have this segment called Test the Guest. And I'm just wondering if you'd like to go up against Trev in a couple of questions uh, about cycling. Would you be interested? Oh, of course I would. Go brilliant. for it. Yeah, brilliant. There, there will be a yellow jersey awarded at the end of this. Yeah, a very cheap, tight yellow made, jersey. Yeah. A very cheap, tight one. Is that Trev's like one I'm getting? Yeah. I can see him going through his drawers now looking for it, literally. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is the what we call the uh, test the guest segment. Test the guest, we're going to test the guest, we're going to test the guest, we're going to test the guest. Test the guest. Lovely. So uh, yeah, just a bit of fun, Carl. Uh, I'll go to you first and then I'll go to Trev. It always goes first. Guest always yeah, goes. guest always goes first, and um, no pressure. No, no, there's no pressure. I mean, we don't <laughs> expect the guest, and they don't always get them right because I just pull these from anywhere. Obviously, these questions, and he's not this. Man of his ass. No, I mean it does <laughs> take me. Look, it takes me half an hour of my time. You know, that's got to be it. You know, <laughs> we're, you know, it's what we worth something. So, but it's just a bit of fun. So, question one to you, Cole. In what year of the Tour de France was Chris Froome? Forced to run up Mont Ventur. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I wasn't have to, expected to talk French in this. Um, Mont Ventur. Ventur. Sorry, you know this one then. After <laughs> after a crash, uh, was it A two thousand and thirteen, B two thousand and seventeen, C two thousand and sixteen, or D two thousand and fifteen? Oh, I would say two thousand and. 17, I reckon. It was close. It was close, but not good enough. It was, I mean, that's a hard one because all the years are very close. It was actually, you know, you remember this obviously from what you're saying. I do, yeah. I remember it. I remember it. I remember the crash actually. That was on made news, didn't it? Yes, it did. Yeah. It was huge. But it was 2016, that was actually. Oh, it was close. Uh, yeah, say it, it, it wasn't easy, but uh, yeah. And you, you made Wayne look like a mug because you couldn't pronounce that mouth. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm the, you got half a point, Carl. Of <laughs> if you want half a point, if I get this one white, you can have half my point for that. Question two, Trev. <laughs> where is Uju Nikobolikov right now? If you're going to give me this sort of stuff, I'm going to make it awkward for you. Where is he? Don't worry. Yeah, He'll be back. Yeah, okay. Right, question two to you, Trev. 
what single rider has won the most stages at the Tour de France? Is it A, Mark Cavendish, B, Eddie Merckx, C, Chris Froome, oh, here we go, or D, Mario Cipinelli or Cipinelli? Cipollini. <laughs> Cipollini. Like the, old, the old fishmonger Cipinelli, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's the best of British. <laughs> so Mark Cavendish, Eddie Merckx, Chris Froome or Mario Cipollini. Now, I haven't got a clue. And the only reason I'm going to go with Eddie Merckx is ah. my cousin. And now oh, I've got it. I can hear what he's No, no, this can't happen. No. Because <laughs> my cousin had a No. <laughs> no, no, no. I sh- oh. Dear. Quickly moving on to number three. Carl, please. I knew that one as well. Oh no, I'm sorry, Carl. I'm so sorry. I didn't I didn't as you can imagine, I don't want Trev to get any right. It's, it's a nightmare when it happens. Number three, Carl, what percentage of commutes are made by bicycle in Amsterdam? Is it A 15%, B 90%, C 40%, or D 20%? That's not easy, is it? It's gotta be That's it's gotta be ninety percent. I would have said 90 that. really like just yeah. because wow that's a, that would be like i don't i don't want to do this to you cole <laughs> no it makes it sound like i've made and then now i says that i've loaded it, especially as you knew the second i wish i'd done it the other way around but it's i mean to be honest again that's not an easy question because it, when i go to amsterdam all i see is bikes everywhere <laughs> literally bikes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. all you see is yeah. bikes what well, kind of bike no bike? yeah but i was going to say i'm not in that part of the town trev that's not the sort of place you go to no. that's yeah sorry <laughs> trev that's your i don't even know what you're talking about but, uh, Trevor, yeah he's hiding in bushes in amsterdam <laughs> that's what it is yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we know those bushes are made of at all. <laughs> but, but the answer was C, 40%, which I still think is very high, obviously. Yeah, I would have said Excuse 90. Yeah. <clears throat> would you? Yeah, I thought that was really low, actually, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, it, it, you know, it's, yeah, it is a very – let's hope that we head that way soon. Uh, um, I just hope – oh, he's going to get this one. I'm going to change your questions around. I'm going to no, change – I'm going to change the – because I know he's going to get – I'm going to change the questions round. So, Trey. Well, another one. You call it. Because obviously, if I can get it, Carl will get it. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm, that's what I'm changing the question because you're going to get the next one. And um, I just realized looking at it that I think you'll get that for a specific reason. That's nothing to do with cycling, but I know you'll get it. <laughs> but I just know because I know you, I know you'll get it. So, I'm going to ask you a different question, which I'm hope or, uh, I've got a one in four chance that you get right and hopefully you'll get it wrong. Not that I wish you any malice, obviously. Um, question <laughs> five. Like no. Question five. Marianne Voss is one of the most successful cyclists in history with two Olympic gold medals. Which year did she win her first Olympic gold medal? Was it A, 2016 Rio, B, 2008 Beijing, C, 2012 London, or D, 2000 Sydney? <laughs> a, a, oh, I'm so glad I didn't get that question. He thought he was a bloke. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't recognise this woman if a bike corraded into me as I was crossing the street. Let alone what time she's like. Beijing. Oh, no! No! This, this has never happened. He's, he's actually been ruined. 
Test Trevor. <laughs> Test the guest has been ruined by Trevor. Oh, and he's, he's, I will wear my yellow jersey with pride. He's get, he's, <laughs> his knowledge of cycling that's jammy is just awful. <laughs> And I tried to fix it, and I still couldn't get it right. Oh, dear. I'm so sorry, Carl. This has never happened before. This is a first. But um, we'll learn from our mistakes here. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just have questions moving forward that don't actually have an answer. But uh, unfortunately, I've still got to go to question four, which was the one I was going to ask Trev, which I'm sure you'll get right. But um, – who first invented tyres using an inflatable tube of sheet rubber, which led to the production of Safety Bike with its pneumatic tyres? Was it John Kemp Starley, B, John Boyd Dunlop, C, Thomas Edison, or D, Kirkpatrick Macmillan? It was Mr Dunlop. Hey. C. Well done. Oops, so you got two claps for that because I feel so bad. Would you have got that, Trev? Yeah, I would have guessed that. Yeah, I know you would. That's why you know I would. But talking about puncture repair kits, right? My (laughs) old man didn't, my dad didn't drive, right? So he cycled to work every morning. Um, And I'll tell you what, he had the heaviest bike. He had this old, I Christ knows what it was. It was this old Warhorse bike. And he had a puncture repair kit on it that he had forever. And it was in like this little tin. Do you remember these, Carl? The little tins. Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. With the glue. He had that on it. And I tell you what, he would never go anywhere without that puncture repair kit. You know, like you've got bicycle repair man in Monty Python. My yeah, dad was yeah. like puncture repair kit man. But going back to this bike, he used to, I remember because I used to cycle to work then, and I think that was on my trek. And I caught him at the top of one of our roads coming home once, riding home. And I raced him, right? Because we saw each other, and I and I was coming in, come on, away you go. And like I was only in my early twenties, and he kept up with me. Now, don't get me wrong; I was a bit of a fat lump then, but he kept up with me. <laughs> and when we got to our house, we both put our bikes down and were laughing and joking about it. And he, I think, he went in to have like have a piddle or something. So I put the bikes away, and honestly. I found out my dad's bike was like the weight of a tank and he still kept up with me. <laughs> so it must have been all that leg power, wasn't it? That's all that leg power bus. from all that cycling, yes, definitely. Exactly, yeah, it yes. was. Do you, do you train, uh, Carl? I I used to. I don't, when yeah. I was racing, I mean, I have, obviously with the pandemic, we haven't raced for a good year and a bit, but... I yeah. used to kind of not train, but make sure I was riding at least two or three times a week if I was sort of during the season of racing. And I was never very fast and I was always at the back, but actually it was more about going out and enjoying it and having a bit of fun. Exactly, doing it, mate. Sort of thing. Yeah. Probably. It's all kind of grassroots racing, you know. Probably one of the most important things that we should ask you, really, Carl, um, to encourage people to get back into cycling. Because, you know, I. I, I, I'd like to get back into it, even though I've just sold my bike. But I was quite so- safety conscious when I used to cycle back and forward to work. So you always wore a condom. <laughs> on my head. Yeah. On my head. Like, I'd blow it up. 
It was one way of keeping dry. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I never, I never got anybody pregnant either on the way to work. So. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, it used to take me as long to put all my gear on that it did to actually get to work. And if someone was going to take cycling up again, uh, Carl. What what would what would you say the best sort of what what do you need safety equipment wise? Obviously lights. If it's not yeah, I mean dark. lights. Obviously, if you if you're riding on the road and the stuff, realistically, you want a pair of lights. That road riding, you want lights to be seen. Whereas yeah. mountain biking, you tend to have lights to see. If that makes sense, because you tend to go off into woods and stuff even at night. So yeah. you want, I mean, the, the lights I've got on my bike, I've got one that goes on the helmet and one that goes on the handlebars, and actually they're, they're almost as bright as a car headlight between them. Wow. Really? So oh, I can really? actually, yeah, I can actually see really well going through the woods and stuff. You can see in the bushes with that. <laughs> yeah, <'cause> you know, <laughs> I, keep, I keep fighting Wayne in the bushes, funny Thanks, enough. Carl. Don't yeah. encourage him, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, to go out and ride just, sort of commute and stuff like that you want a helmet for sure you know yeah. anyone that rides without one is is a bit of a wally i think yeah, you know and he, even my kids now look at people when they're riding along without one and go oh look i like his invisible helmet that's good <laughs> yeah know, we like and, that sort of talk it, it, yeah you know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but so like yeah i mean the, and, better than the, <laughs> the <laughs> other Sorry, thing I is like <laughs> you know, because actually, if you do come off use your bike for any reason, generally the first thing that's going down on the floor is your hands. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So with a pair of gloves on, you're not going to rip your hands to shreds at least. No. This is true. I've still, I think yeah. I've still got a couple of pairs of gloves I had, used to have back in the day because obviously I, um, I had, a, I think I've got a pair of Fox ones and a pair of Trolley designs. They were a big make when I was into it. Yeah. Yeah. Designs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've got Troy Lee Designs mountain bike knee pads and oh, cool. elbow pads. Really? Yeah, so, they're really yeah. good stuff. I've got one of their bikers jackets as well. They're, they're, yeah. they came... Trev's trying to sell all this stuff. <laughs> he's, trying, <laughs> yeah. he's promoting it to sell it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure that Troy Lee Designs came from a company that sprayed helmets. Is that true? That is right, isn't it? I think so. I'm not sure, but I think you're yeah. right. Yes, they I think they did. Yes. Helmets. In, in yes, kind of NASCAR and stuff. And yes, that's how they yes. kind of... But, yeah, they, their stuff was funky as hell. It was really... I went to bike... Oh, bike 2002 or something at um, the, NE, uh, the NEC, I think. And, yeah, yeah. honestly, it was, it was a really weird experience because camelbacks, I think, had just come out. Do you, do you know what you know, yes. you know a camelback is? Yes. Yeah, and yeah. We, we, we were walking around this... Um, like big conference center and it was like there was drinks that you could buy but there was loads of people walking about with camelbacks on supping out of them like, <laughs> with a straw just that? down their shoulder yeah exactly yeah yeah uh, wayne's wayne's confused he doesn't know what a camelback is yes i do it's, a, it's this thing with women's trousers isn't it it's like uh there we go see yeah, well, what, what kind of education has well, he had what is that about? Yeah, they, they, just, just bring really? it down to the gutter. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you mean. Well, that is what it is. Um, like, yeah, they're Trev... not called moose juices, are they? <laughs> Trev's just getting revenge for all the other episodes. Sorry, Cole, for him. I do apologise. <laughs> Cole, so, Cole, so to, to summarise, to, um, 
So being a coach yourself, can we, uh, we're going to put some links up on the website, obviously for, we'll do it for, for your own club. If, if, if obviously you're looking for new members, which I'm sure you are. Um, yeah, always. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And, and, and obviously being a coach, is there a kind of uh, UK national association for, for cycling or mountain biking, whichever one that people want to take part of? There is. You've got the British Cycling website, um, which is www.britishcycling.co.uk. Um, and you can go on there and find clubs and rides and races and coaches and all sorts. Um, and then you've got obviously ourselves, Hadley Mountain Bike Club, which you can find on facebook.com forward slash Hadley Mountain Bike Club. That's brilliant. I'll put, we'll put all the links onto the website, Cole. Thank you very, very much for your input today and for putting up with Trev. I I know it's (laughs) difficult, but you've done everything, Cole. You've, you've, you've taken me back to when I was called. In yeah, bike that was a long time ago, but it is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it, yeah it's made me think about kind of getting another bike to be. Able, oh, yeah, here we go. I'll, I'll have a bargain soon. Get, yeah. get a bike, Trev, and I'll give you some coaching. Look at oh, that, fantastic. See, Look at that. Thank Brilliant. you very much. That's very kind of you, Carl. Very kind. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us today, Carl. It's, it's been a pleasure. No to worries. Me. Thank you. Thanks, Carl. Cheers, Cheers. Bye bye. So now, Trev, I'm fully expecting you to be doing the old craft work tune, Tour de France. What from what from breakdance and electric boogaloo? Yeah, yeah. I, did, I fully expected you to come back and feel really in the mood for your bike. You know, I mean, everyone's had had a bike at um, some point in their life, haven't they? But um, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I can I can tell where I, he's going only, with this. I, only the places that we hung about and drunk. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, but everyone, what I mean is, is that we all learnt to ride a bike at some point. To what level is different, obviously. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, I can see how people can get really into it. Um, And to be honest, as Carl said, like cycling for fitness and stuff is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you really do benefit from it. Um, Yeah. All them exhaust fumes blown right into your mouth as you go, as you ride along. (laughs) Yes. Very true. Very true. Um, But then that's the good thing about cycle lanes. See, again, with the cycle lanes thing, I think it's great. But as as a kind of very minimal runner, if I see a life cycle lane, lane, I seem to think that it's a running lane as well, which is ridiculous. Is it? Why do I? Yeah, I do. Every time I go, every time I'm running and I see a cycle lane, I think that's where I should be. Hmm. We should have run really because that's really. dangerous. It should have, but how wide? How wide would the road be? You'd have a car road. You'd <laughs> have a car lane, a cycling lane, a running lane. Yeah, it's, it's true. How many lanes do you want? It's true. <laughs> it's like, you got to cater for everyone, haven't you? But you have got to cater for. Why everyone. can't we just? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, the philosophy of road network. I think we leave for a different podcast. Yeah. But- it's um, there's lots of ways. Yeah, you're, it's true. There should be room for everyone. But I, yeah. I say I don't think I'm. I, I really respect cyclists, and I, I've got a lot of time for the fitness part of it. I can see, you know, what, mm. what good it does you, and the kind of you you can get somewhere. You, they, I mean, most of them I notice from driving along, actually following them, they're doing about thirty miles an hour. They don't hang about. Uh, they don't. Know. They fly, don't yeah. they? They really do. If you're really, if you're really good at it. They are just like. I mean, that's as fast as the speed limit. Yeah, and they get up. They get up so early, don't they, to go out as well? Yeah, exactly. It's just. It's like you get. You think, woof! Like, hold on. Yeah. Like, 
Really? Let's do, yeah, I, I don't think nothing of doing 60 miles. I mean, I drive 60 miles no. and I'm knackered. You know what I mean? This it's, is it, yeah. <laughs> That's the whole thing, isn't it? It is. So yeah, it I, is. I've got total respect for it. So, you know, there's all the information you need on on maybe being a born-again one or, or starting cycling. You can have a coach, like Carl is a coach. Mm. Um, all the information's what? there. I like about that is the confidence that would give you. Because I must admit, if I got back on a on a bike now, I'd be quite worried about the safety side of it. Yes. Um, very much so. It's like again, Harry Green I, off QVC. Do you remember him? Like, yeah, safety first, DIY second. Oh, Sorry, no, I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going off Neil Armstrong, Bloomin' Harry Neil Green. Neil Armstrong, Harry Green. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, all the all these household names that you mentioned. Yeah, um, quality people. Um yeah, that that would so getting getting a coach to give you that confidence to get back. I Wouldn't could be understand. a bad idea, would it? Yeah, yeah. Because I say I, when I was young and cycled, I I was terrible for like jumping on the pavement, jumping off the pavement to avoid traffic lights. Awful. Oh, you like, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, a yeah. pedestrian's nightmare. Yeah, and yeah, and, and car drivers nightmare. I I would just be kind of jumping all over the place. I I thought I was that kind of. You remember you used to get those kind of gnarly um couriers i thought yes. i was like that yeah. just a lot fatter <laughs> <laughs> i'm just glad you're so self-aware trev thank you for that exactly. uh, yeah cheers <laughs> well they're already thin because they cycled at the time no that's true yeah but, it does very very you know, good for your fitness but oh it, um, is, yeah. it will leave all the links to all the, the associations in the show notes uh, we hope you enjoyed and inspired you maybe to, to, to think about taking up cycling as always with all these hobbies that we're showcasing at the moment. Um, you may be, you know, if you're lucky, you may see us in a, on the road on our bikes in a vest. Um, oh, yes. If I can talk yes. Trevin to wearing a vest, that is, but uh, yeah, it doesn't happen yeah. very often, but you know, no, no, no. I'll keep I, trying, you know, moves, moves. Yeah. You know, moves might be hanging out, put them on display. Um, it's all good. <laughs> But so yeah, we'll put all the links on. Please, and we'll see you on the next. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks, yes, Trey. see you then. See Bye. you then. Ta-da, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please leave a rating and review and visit our website at www.amlopodcast.com to check out all the links and resources in the show notes. Start living them good times. See you next time.